Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Today, we are joined with Margie Adzik from Addison Bay, the founder and female entrepreneur that we all should aspire to be. So welcome, Margie. Cammy, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. So I like to give a little backstory and then we'll do a deeper dive after a few questions. But we know each other through a mutual friend. You are a fellow lacrosse college player, which I love. I wish we could just have all college athletes totally. on this podcast, but it can't be that exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were introduced through a mutual friend, I want to say a year ago. And I feel like now we have 25 million mutual so many, friends. So, so many. But we were connected, I guess, a year ago, and it was right when I had left my job to pursue Freckled Foodie, and I think you had just started I resigned, like, right around the same time, six months pregnant, and, yeah, we we hit it off at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So since then, it's been a wonderful friendship, and I'm so excited to have you on to talk about the business that you've built, because it's one that I thoroughly enjoy myself, but I love to share with followers. So... To start it off, I like to ask the guests some questions to kind of just initiate conversation. So how would you define success? Success to me is it's really feeling fulfilled and happy Mm -hmm. in all parts of life. So I am naturally a very happy and optimistic person. So (laughs) um, I operate at 100% happiness. So if I'm 99% happy, I will adjust or fix whatever needs to be fixed to kind of get to that 100% fall. Um, so at work, I really am living my dream, my entrepreneurial dream. Mm-hmm. I went for it. I'm doing it. Is it perfect? No, absolutely not. There's such high highs and such low lows. Yeah. But I really do feel fulfilled and challenged and very, very happy at work. And then at home, I mean, I am just so, so happy. I have, you have the cutest the baby in the world. Best baby. She is so cute. I know she's mine, so I'm biased. But she really is just the sweetest, greatest, happiest child. And I have the best husband on the planet. And I really just genuinely feel so fulfilled and happy at home so it really I if to me success is feeling fulfilled in all parts of life and those Mm -hmm. are really the two biggest buckets for me so um that's really something I work so hard on every day and I feel like I'm you know in a pretty good spot but every single day I want to get better 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 and stay at that 100% happiness I love that Happiness is definitely something that I think we all take for granted and until you're not happy you don't realize what a difference it makes in your life and there I think we all have certain things we turn to when we need that extra one percent so what do you do that makes you the happiest I guess exercise definitely like endorphins make you happy and happy people (laughs) just don't shoot their husbands true um but I really working out for me is really more for the it's probably 50 percent mental 50 percent physical Mm -hmm. I mean I just feel so much happier after especially when I do not feel like doing it I just jump on the Peloton for 20 minutes, not even like a full sweat. And I just feel so much happier, so much better. I'm a better mom afterwards. I have mm-hmm. a clearer brain to think through any work issues. And I just just feel so, so, so much better and yeah. so much happier. And what is your favorite? Is Peloton your favorite go-to right I now? I mean, that's just like the best at-home workout right now. Soul mm-hmm. Cycle to me is amazing. Like it is like... <laughs> 
your church. church. <laughs> it is. Um, it was such a good workout. I love it mentally. I love it physically. I love a good mega reformer workout. Like Me that too. is just so well, freaking I'm a hard. Performer, but I do love Pilates. It is so painful and yeah. so hard. I feel like I got stabbed after, which is like also the best feeling ever. True. Weirdly, um, and I like all different mega reformer classes. Yeah. Um, I try everything though. I like trying different it's stuff. fun yeah also I think because we were so used to doing just one thing totally so Margie played lacrosse at UVA and which is no fucking joke and I think that we were just so used to okay conditioning lifting practicing that when I graduated yeah. I getting to to decide is amazing yeah I'm like oh my gosh what do I want to do today how am I feeling oh okay I want to do this like it's the but best. it also kind of stresses me out I don't know if I'm just alone. It did in that. for a little bit. I now think I'm just Manhattan like I'm has cool. So with it. many options. I know. I, I know. think that's what stresses me out. A city like Philly has great options, but they're much more limited, and totally. so it's not like you're picking. I get overwhelmed by endless opportunity. But if just that pick makes what sense. fits into your life. Like I know what fits into my life is like either before, right after work, and then like I have to spend my Annie time. So like that's what's going to fit into yeah. my life. What has classes at that time, and I like that instructor. Like. And that really it. is it's my, easy. yeah. I know, I make a much, it, there's such bigger problems to worry about, but it, it is something that I remember when I graduated, I thought to myself, oh my God, I have to decide what totally. to do. And at first it was really exciting. And then I was thinking, I don't know what's best for me. Everyone wants to do something different right. and invite you to this class and that class and your friends love different things. Totally. So I'm finding my groove now, which yeah. is nice. And the second question I have is, what is your favorite characteristic about yourself? Oh my gosh, this is a good one. Um, so, oh my gosh, I'm very self-deprecating, so I feel like this is such a funny one. But I feel like I have some serious grit and determination. I agree. Um, I am the baby of four. Mm -hmm. So I have three older siblings who are just badass mofos. Mm -hmm. They do not mess around. They're all high achievers. They are, we're all college athletes as well. So did they all play lacrosse? Um, my brothers both swam in college and my sister played lacrosse and they all were amazing. All Americans, mm -hmm. um, the whole nine yards and a lot to live up to a lot to live up to. So obviously I, from a very young age had some serious motivation and determination to mm -hmm. get what I saw that they had yeah. and all the success that they saw. So that was so important to me from such a young age. So I just became super gritty and I put mm -hmm. my head down and focused on getting there. So got to UVA, signed, committed, great. And once I was there, it wasn't like, oh, okay, I play for UVA. Like I wanted to get on the field and I wanted yeah. to start. And then once I started, it was like, okay, I want to be captain and I want to be the best. Mm -hmm. And so it was always, I'm very gritty and determined. Yeah. I think we're very similar in that sense yeah. where, and maybe that's why it's led us to where we are right now totally. doing our own thing. But I love the word grit. It's actually, we were in Florida with my parents recently and a group of friends and we were talking about what's our favorite characteristic of our significant others. And then we were saying, what's our favorite characteristic of ourselves? And I don't know how it got into the conversation of what do you think your parents would say about you? And so I was the only one with my parents and I said, I bet, I guessed what my parents would say, but my dad said grit. And it's his favorite word. He's yeah, like, grit is the word that I use to describe you. And I've never heard anyone else say it. So I really love that. Yeah, it's. I definitely feel that way. I mean, certainly with Addison Bay too. Like, yeah. I, I feel like when I was pitching the idea to investors, for example, most of them were male. And mm -hmm. I think they really do believe in the concept of Addison Bay and every, the yeah. whole business plan. And it was very well, well thought out. But I, I think they genuinely believed in me as mm -hmm. the founder and that I could make it happen and get it off the ground and yeah. really give it some legs. So... 
you know, I, I, I definitely feel like I'm a very gritty person, but. I do love that. So let's go, let's get into Addison Bay. Yes. So why don't you give us the little spiel on Addison Bay, but then I also want to talk about your journey, your journey to get to where you are now and what you were doing beforehand. Totally. So Addison Bay is a multi-brand active fashion company. So we essentially curate the best assortment of fashion forward activewear from all over the globe in mm-hmm. one place. So it's hundred percent e-commerce and the vision is really simple. I want to marry function with fashion. Yeah. Um, and I want to make the modern woman is really constantly on the go 24 seven juggling 5 million things. And yep. she needs the modern wardrobe to keep up with her active lifestyle. Um, and I genuinely think leggings are pants. Um, I totally agree. (laughs) And activewear really does go beyond the gym at this point. And fashion forward does not have to mean less function. So Mm -hmm. I I wanted to marry all of these principles in one place. And um, I have an amazing buyer who does all of our buying, gets the best brands from all over the globe and picks the most amazing pieces. And um, I'm just so proud of what we built in the first seven months. Yeah. And I mean, I am obviously a huge fan of Addison Bay. And I'm someone that... I joke that my style is elevated tomboy. Love and that. And I can't believe I'm actually in jeans right now because this is a I know, rare I was shocked. I know. Well, you caught me. I was still in a towel when you showed up to my apartment. <laughs> so then I just rushed to put something on. But I feel I'm so happy that athleisure wear is a thing now. Thank God. Because in college, you were probably the same. All I wore was my practice clothing. Like totally. I would go from practice to class. I actually would wear my turfs to class sometimes. We would go out straight from getting back from games in our travel suits and go to parties. I was not someone that cared about fashion. Yeah. And I still, I'm starting to slightly care a little bit more. It's fun. Yeah. Um, But there's nothing that beats comfort. And so fashionable comfort is a dream. And the fact that now sneakers are acceptable to wear everywhere and people wear leggings and cute track suits. I mean, this is my type of fashion. There's so many options now too. So many options. And I think you guys truly have curated some of the best. I mean, my, some of my favorites are on there. I love PE nation. I love sweats 59. So good. Both. So good. All the stuff. It's just so comfortable, but also you feel cute. Yeah. Which is amazing. So while we're listening, if you want to shop, on Addison Bay, AB Cam 25 gets you 25% off, which is pretty freaking insane. Amazing. Uh, so where were you before Addison Bay? And I guess where did this vision come from? Right. So right out of college, when I graduated from UVA, I went into the fashion world mm-hmm. and worked at Lily Pulitzer's headquarters in King of Prussia for just about seven years, which was amazing. I loved it so much. Yeah, learned that's so a long much time. there. It was incredible. I loved all the people there. Amazing leadership. I loved my role. Um, I was on the marketing team there, and I just had that entrepreneurial itch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had hit the 99% happy, and I was like, where's this 1%? There? Where, yeah. How can I make my cup completely full? And um, I had this idea for a while. I was actually thinking about the Fashion Times Fitness concept for quite some time and was actually trying to get pregnant at the same time uh, with my beautiful daughter, Annie. And um, it took a little bit longer than I would have hoped. And mm-hmm. so we went through tons of fertility treatments and ended up going through several rounds of IVF. And that, that really took up my entire plate and all of my time and energy and every, you know, every single ounce of energy that I had. Yeah. So I um, got pregnant with Annie and 
I was like, wow, oh my God, like this huge sense of relief and excitement. Um, and But I really felt like I had so much more time on my hands. I didn't have all these doctor's appointments. I didn't have all this stress. Little do you and, know what was to come. I mean, I was like 12, 14 weeks pregnant. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a perfect time to start writing a business plan and pitching the idea to investors. And then I really felt like I had a sound business plan. I mm-hmm. had enough capital start to start the business. And I resigned from Lily at six months pregnant. Mostly because I really did think that was the right thing to do. I knew it was, wasn't coming back after maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which is very responsible and honorable of you. Yeah. Because a lot of people would not do that. I was there for seven years. I, I owed them that. And I adored my time there. I loved mm-hmm. everybody there. Um, but I also was ready to like go for it and let yeah. it rip. And if I was going to do it, I needed to do it right that instant and mm-hmm. put in some time before Annie arrived rather than, you know, wait it out, when when should I launch? And a lot of people thought that was so stupid and so crazy. You don't know how hard That's it like is me. to have a baby. <laughs> and, uh, like, it's just so much harder than you think. Like, you're feeding them around the clock and they sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I was just like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And, like, I think kind of another moment where, like, grit really got me through it. Like, mm-hmm. I just put my head down. I had an amazing support system from my amazing family. My incredible husband, like, he held down the fort big time and um and then I launched Addison Bay three months when Annie was three months old so So after Annie was born yes so September 4th so we're about seven months old oh my gosh so it's similar in a sense because when I left everyone was saying to me you're crazy right not I wasn't pregnant but it was what are you going to do (laughs) right 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 and it was such a leap for me of a different industry totally um that I got a lot of similar advice of, you know, maybe wait it out, figure this out first, do this first. Like I'm sure you were being told about maybe have the baby. Yeah, Uh, totally. People were saying that to me about a wedding, which is not comparable at all, but they were saying, just wait until you get married. And I was like, once you, but I think we're similar. And once you have a concept or an idea and you know what you want to do, I cannot not do it. Right. I could not sit there for one more day. Right. I mean, I went back from disability and put in – I waited a full week before I put in my notice because I thought that that was the right thing to do. I didn't want to show back up after my accident of disability and then just say, okay, peace, I'm out. Totally. So, But that one week was truly the longest week of – well, then the two weeks after I put in notice, but the longest week of my life because I knew what I wanted to do. Totally. And it was just a matter Ready of – Ready to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so – when you left Lily, yeah. you had a business plan. Did you already have investors or was that something you found after Lily? Yep. We had investors and the capital, enough capital to start the business. Okay, great. So you had a plan. I really left with Definitely that. had a plan. Very <laughs> type A over here. Um, but I, yeah, I knew I had to have a sound plan before I left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I worked my butt off for the next three months until I had Annie did the mom thing for a couple weeks and got my you know head above water and then I brought Annie to the office every day until a couple weeks before we launched I was gonna say this sounds like you had no maternity leave I did not have a maternity leave but I kind of felt like you know no time like the present let's do this and I hope I can tell Annie that story someday that she was in Addison Bay headquarters as of three week old until three month old um, and you know, ideally she'll be able to look up to me someday. Cause I really, yeah, you know, I think especially it's admirable having a daughter, I hope that I can be a role model for her, but mm-hmm. even to my nieces as well. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's definitely a great story. It wasn't easy. It was no. not easy at all, but I have a great, again, a great support system, a great team around me. So mm-hmm. it made it doable. What do you think the biggest struggle or hurdle was that you faced during that time? 
or are facing currently because you're still in the beginning phases um well I think just my like biggest struggle in life right now is enough putting enough time in with my daughter and putting enough time in Mm -hmm. at Addison Bay so I always feel like I never have enough Annie time I never have enough Addison Bay time and really I put such restrictions on my time that from eight to five I am a hundred percent Addison Bay Mm -hmm. like I I don't I can't leave the office to have lunch with people or I can't Mm -hmm. pop out to take Annie to a class like that's just not my life right now Mm -hmm. Um, from Monday through Friday eight to five I am at Addison Bay headquarters or doing something with work Mm -hmm. um and then at five o'clock on the dot I'm at home with my daughter like there is no if there's an event at night I have to outsource it to my team and hire other people and sometimes it stinks because I really want to be at that event and I really want to represent the company and Mm -hmm. um but I gotta put in time with my kid or else I'm gonna miss out and that's like she's number one by 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 far so um family time's everything for me so Mm -hmm. she's Definitely putting enough time with her. Weekends, it's Annie time. I need to put in time for her. We'll pop into Addison Bay events. There's typically events every single weekend. So we'll always stroll her over and go say hi to the girls, say hi to the team, see how the event is. But, like, I got to be with my girl. Mm -hmm. She's definitely... You know, she's priority. Yeah, she's priority, and but the balance is no joke, and I still am navigating it every day. Yeah. I feel like I found a pretty good, you know, balance, but I'm still navigating it every day, and I still have guilty moments every day, and it just... It's hard. And I think it's really hard as an entrepreneur, no matter what space you're in, knowing when to shut off. Totally. And it's something that I'm definitely still struggling with because a part of me feels a guilt sometimes when I do something for myself during the quote-unquote working hours, which Totally. But then you're working extra hours. But then I'm – Exactly. I say to myself, I don't – the reason I left is I don't have these working hours. Right, right, so right. why am I restricting myself oh, yeah. to these hours and feeling guilty about doing something during the day when I can get an appointment? And that's a blessing. It's freaking amazing. Totally. But then it's also feeling the guilt of when Joe gets home and we used to – I came also – I don't know about you with Lily, but I came from a job where when I left at 5 o'clock, there was no work to be done because the markets were not open. Right, right, right. So – my I wasn't on work emails like they shut they shut off my Blackberry because I didn't use it in 90 days or something I mean maybe more people were on their work email than I was but I just didn't see the point so there was no nighttime work there was definitely no weekend work like I could maybe read a few articles or watch the news but there was no work to be done with the clients that I covered and so now it's very different where on a night I could be working until 10 30 if I don't stop or on Sunday I'll put in like a few hours and I feel that guilt, so I can't even fathom, like, it being a baby, not Joe. Like, Joe, I'm like, okay, whatever, you'll always love me. But a baby's like, you really want to spend that time because I know, I know. And so it's fast. not like she knows. It's really more on it's, my it's end. It's on us, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it, I mean, it's a constant struggle, and I'm still navigating it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's no joke. It's definitely It's hard. no joke. And I have so much freaking respect for working moms. Same. Oh my being able to balance both of those things. And the mom guilt is real. And even just being able to handle that is something that is really admirable. Totally. And ideally down the road, 10 years down the road, I'll be able to sneak out and go to her games and concert or whatever she does. Games. Let's be real. She'll be in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, I'll have that flexibility. So I'm hopefully setting myself up for success in that Mm -hmm. regard. But, um, yeah, it's definitely no joke. I want a huge family, too. So I'm like, bring it on. Let's keep going. And we're just going to keep going and make it happen. And, again, like, I have the best husband. He's helping us navigate the whole situation. Mm -hmm. So, but, yeah, it's it's tough. It's really tough. 
And where do you see Addison Bay going in the future? Like, what's next for the company? I have big plans. Um, well, some fun, exciting things happening right now mm-hmm. in the near future. So we have two exclusives coming out in the next couple of months. So ex- exclusives are basically um, pieces that can only be found or capsules that can only be mm-hmm. found on Addison Bay, which is so exciting and yeah. really different. You did the one us. with Splits We did one with Splits 59, right? and we have two others coming out that are very exciting. Awesome. Um, so that really differentiates us from our competitor, and um, it's just like a buzzy, exciting moment for us. Mm-hmm. So we're really jazzed about that. And um, we just filmed a huge video founder shoot, so all oh, about cool. um, me and my life and how I created the company. So it goes into a much more in-depth version of this um, and what entrepreneurial life really is like. Yeah. And so it's like essentially a day in the life from, so we filmed from 7 to seven a.m. to 5 p.m. You know, in all parts of the city. Everything I think I saw from, that on your Instagram story. I, know, I was wondering what was going stuff. on. Um, so that'll be coming out in the next couple months too, which is really exciting. And I think really gives you the um, peek into the window of what's going on, going on behind closed yeah. doors um, and really creates that emotional connection and hopefully consumers understand mm-hmm. why they're shopping for Madison Bay. And really the reason is I am the prime consumer for this. I created the company because this is my life and yeah. the customer that I'm going after is really me. And so I really <laughs> I kind that. of created the company around that and I want to show everybody my life and everything behind it. So it's a really exciting moment. So we did tons of work on it. So Excited for that. And then down the road, I do see us opening up brick and mortar. I was just, that was my first question. So that will be exciting. I don't, I think Crawl Walk Run will get there. So, mm-hmm. and it has to be the perfect situation and mm-hmm. um, the right space. Um, and in Philly, Ideally, Center City, Philadelphia, because that's where we're headquartered mm-hmm. and just where our roots are. So I feel like that's really important for us. Yeah. Um, I do see us. Um, having a private label at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are working on that and brainstorming different things, but I don't think it will be for three to five-ish years. Mm-hmm. Probably three years. I'm more of like a doer. So I feel like Yeah, I was going to say it'll happen. It'll um, be next year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so tons of other exciting moments, some cool events. Um, mm-hmm. We're always looking into different pop-up spaces or things that could be buzzy and cool for yeah. the brand. Um, but we really are 100% e-commerce, and that's how we're going to scale the business, and that's really where we're heading. Um, we've already shipped to 38 states, so I'm very proud of that in the that. first seven months. So um, it's really exciting stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. And then in terms of like starting your own career and creating this business that has already been so successful, what would you say, other than grit being your favorite characteristic about yourself and the determination, what would you say the lessons are that you've learned either as a kid that has set you up for this? Because I get a lot of people that reach out saying, I want to do my own thing. I'm just nervous about X, Y, Z. And there's always going to be that X, Y, Z. Right. It's just a matter of how you tackle it and how you best prepare yourself. Yeah. Um, Okay, so a couple different thoughts. So, well, how I tackled it, I knew I had this team of supporters behind me. Mm-hmm. So, like, that just, and I'm sure you felt the same way. Yeah, there was definitely. someone in your corner being like, do it, you got this. And, like, mm-hmm. I have that every day. For, again, from my family and my husband, even Annie, I'm sure, is cheering me on. Yeah, so surround yourself with Supporter, cheerleaders. Yeah, cheerleaders. And, like, I had a lot of, like, I'm not just being positive. Like, I had a lot of haters, too. Like, oh, a lot of people duh, saying, don't same. do this or don't do it right now. <laughs> But, like, I had more That's when I cheerleaders. just don't listen to that. Exactly. I was like, no, no, I can't hear you. So I, I really had a lot of um, cheerleaders and supportive people, and I still do. And, like, 
during the low lows, which mm-hmm. there are so many, I reach out to the, those exactly. people in specific situations, um, mostly in my family. Um, but I also have a really cool network of advisors too that I've created and surround myself with that mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for. Um, and then I think just in general, it's being extremely agile. There's so many things that change every yeah. day. There's so many new like things coming out, new technology, new social media, new this, new that. And it's constantly bobbing and weaving and being agile and just, is this a good fit for us? Will this move the needle? Will this do this? Like, is this going to get us to this point? I really mm-hmm. ask myself like 10 questions before I move forward or spend any dollars on anything. Yeah. Um, and I, I make those phone calls. I call our three advisors or I call mm-hmm. three people that would help me make that decision before I do it. So I am the sole founder, but I have a huge team behind me supporting me yeah. and helping me navigate everything and really bobbing and weaving, being agile. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I would say also, and I, w- I want to get back to that, point you just made because I have one follow-up question but I think being a college athlete has helped a lot so much I was gonna say you so must much. feel the same way yeah yeah just because our whole lives were so regimented and I was mentioning this to Joe you're so scheduled and on top of your life as a college athlete right. because if you're not then you're just screwed right that we set high expectations for ourselves but we also follow through with things totally Joe always yells at me that if we're going somewhere, say we have a seven o'clock reservation at like, and it's around the block at 645, I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go. And he's like, what? relax. I'm like, well, there are people, if we're meeting people, I'm like, well, Joe, we can't be late. And he's like, no one else, we are always the first people anywhere. It's not like, so calm funny. down. Yeah. But I truly think it's because of sports. Yeah. Because if you were, if practice started at six and you got there at 601, you weren't practicing. Oh my gosh, Totally. Like uh, you were saying, like I just like throw up. Like that would yes. be like the worst thing no, ever. Oh uh, God, the yeah, anxiety. So much anxiety. So, so much anxiety. anxiety. And so I, I truly think that being an athlete in general, but specifically a college athlete, because that's when you're really on your own. It's not like your mom's driving you to practice right. and the coaches are nice if you're late. <laughs> um, that I think has instilled the time aspect in me, but also just. Maybe the never giving up, but just the belief that you can do so much at one time. Totally, totally. I mean, yeah, definitely helped with time management um, and motivation, determination. I really feel like it just is the, like, groundwork or framework for everything in life. I agree. I almost feel like working was easier than being a college athlete. Working was so much easier so than much being easier. a college athlete. Yeah, and, like, less stressful. I mean, now owning my company is pretty stressful, but, like... Working for someone else. Working for someone else was so was much less so stressful. so much less stressful. I, whenever I was in part of the recruitment process for interns at JP, and whenever we'd have interns like send me their resume there were so many yeah I would just go through and I would mark athlete not athlete athlete not athlete and every time I'd interview it was so clear yeah that college athletes I'm, I'm not saying this to like put down anyone that's not a college athlete but they came almost more prepared totally. into the interviews because they were just ready to tackle anything that was thrown right. at them totally agree they reacted faster I don't know I really think it's truly one of the best trainings yeah, well that you can provide someone with yeah Totally if, if it's feasible, that is. Right. But let's talk about my favorite food. Okay. Joe, oh, do you want to go there already? Yes, but I have a question. Yeah. Can we add favorite drink as well? Because I feel like that's oh, a really hard it's not, question. It's honestly like it could be drinks. It doesn't have to just be food. It could I know, be but I really anything. want to separate them out. Okay, okay. Yeah. Don't you think? 
I mean, do you want to do three foods and three drinks? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's so go there. let's start three drinks and okay. then we'll close with the three foods. Because I'm not a beverage person, so I never ask. Well, all booze. Well, okay, fine. That's fair. All right. So what would be the three drinks Okay. To up to three. Okay. Up to three. So margaritas, but like not crappy mix mar- oh, margaritas, duh. like the nice, like clear tequila, Casamigos. I was just going to ask. Seltzer, like non flavored seltzer. Mm hmm. And like 1,000 limes mm-hmm. and maybe a little splash of like something. Okay. I'm Are sure you're you more man? technical. Um, like half. Okay. Like I could dabble, but if I'm going to do a second, then I would definitely not get salt. Really? Yeah. This is so interesting. Yeah. Okay. I thought um, I would do about that. A big rosé fan. Okay. And it's getting warmer out. Like It's rosé season. But I'm like rosé tw- like 365 really? days a year. Yeah. Okay. Like dead of winter. I love rosé. I think I'm the only female that's not a rosé drinker. Oh my God. How are we friends? I just, uh, it, it, it's fine. I'll drink it if it's the only thing there. Oh, my gosh. But I'm never, like, I, I grab other things first. Right, right, right. Um, and then, like, a solid, like, celebratory martini is so fun. Like, oh, it just I makes you feel, martini. like, fancy. And, they're like, the olives and, like, the whole, it's just, like, so fun. Are you dirty? Yes. Okay. But not, like, like very. stuffed olives? I just do regular, but everyone's, like, raving about them. I feel like I... I can't do it. Oh, okay, okay. There's two cans. Um, I've never tried it, actually, but I... um... I just don't like blue cheese. Oh. Wow. No, no, no. Only, only blue cheese dipping sauce if I'm having wings. So good. So But that's not real blue cheese. Yeah, that's, like, fake blue cheese. Yeah. But, eh, whatever. Okay, so a dirty martini. What vodka? Right. Which Tito's. one? Tito's. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we're very similar. Okay, Tito's yeah. Dirty Martini is one of my, I'm a seasonal drinker. Yeah. 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 But that's one of Oh my gosh. My and then go-tos. winter, you have to do like something with whiskey. Like, yeah. 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 I'm with you. Um, okay. I love that we just did beverages. Yeah. But back on Addison Bay, I do have one other question. What would you say, because I think a lot of people work in fashion are constantly complaining about fashion, mm-hmm. um, not to like, shoot down fashion but yeah yeah I think it, there's a stigma yeah but I also think it's a financial stigma almost where people feel like they're not making money or they're just in this industry filled with people who care about things that maybe they don't want to care about or right whatever but what would your advice be to someone who's maybe in the fashion industry and is not as in love with their experience as you were at Lily. Right. I think just the culture at Lily was so much different than the fashion industry. Yeah. Maybe because we were removed from the New York City fashion industry. Were you headquartered in Philadelphia? We're headquartered in King of Prussia. Okay. Yeah, right outside of Philadelphia. So there was no cattiness, really. Everyone mm-hmm. was genuinely nice, hard workers. Um, and, like, women supporting women, like, yeah. helping each other. So it wasn't like that at all. But I think generally the stigma in the fashion industry mm-hmm. is that girls are bitchy and yeah if you are trying to um get a job they don't want you to get it for a certain reason it's just not a nice culture at mm-hmm. all so I think just being nice and like finding a mentor or an advisor to kind of hold your hand and help yeah. you through it is my advice um if you really love it it's like stick it out and stay and find someone to help you get through it otherwise like cut and run like, there's so many other cool things to I do agree. fashion is so fun and I really really enjoy it but it's not worth it if it's gonna be a catty culture mm-hmm. like work can be fun and work can yeah. be happy and fulfilling like we started this off so I, I think that's just such a huge 
and it's such a huge part of your life. Like, that's what blows my mind. People yeah. that are so unhappy with their jobs. Right. You spend so much of your time at this said job totally. that you're not enjoying. Why are you, Why aren't you? It's crazy. We gotta. We gotta get you out of there. Yeah. Easier said than done, but like totally. And it takes some time and looking for a job is basically a full-time job right so but yeah no don't settle like look around there and I'm sure there are other nice fashion companies too well I know and that's why I'm saying that there's a glimmer of hope for the people that are in the fashion industry and not enjoying it I don't think it's necessarily every company that has this environment totally agree and it comes from the top I really do think I totally agree it has to be the I'm sure it comes from the top and the culture really you know stems from the executive team so and I think also it comes from the top but if you're in a role that's some type of management whether you're obviously you right now are at the top but for anyone listening if you're maybe in the middle and you're still managing people but you are being managed and you don't like the culture that the manager above you is creating you can also create your own totally culture agree. yeah with the people you manage like you it doesn't have to the food chain doesn't have to always be linear. Absolutely. You can create your own type of thing so that the people that you're managing aren't going home and complaining to their friends about their management. Totally. Like, just break the mold. Yeah. I was talking to a friend about that recently. Okay, now, on to the food. Yes. What would you say the top three ways to your heart through food are? Top three ways to my heart. Okay, so... We do tacos on Monday, which is crazy, (laughs) because Mondays are horrible, and tacos make you happy, so tacos automatically make Mondays happier, and we've been doing it for like six or seven years, ever since my husband and I moved in together, and it is the best tradition. Like, we get home on Mondays, we're like, yes, it's Monday. (laughs) Are you always making the same tacos? Yes. We don't like switch it up like you. We're like, try to Yeah. Like, the ground turkey. Okay. Lettuce, avocado, you know, the whole. Yeah. Um, siete. Heaven. So good. Heaven. So Are good. you a soft tortilla? Do you char them? Oh, yes. Okay. But um, I heard that they came out with hard shells. They did. But they are nowhere to be found. Um, I happen to have some, so I can show you them. Okay. Where do you <laughs> purchase? We'll have to discuss. I found them at Whole Foods. Yeah, that's where we get yeah. in Union Square, and it was maybe like, Philly's was a little behind one time. box, and I grabbed yeah. them. But then they weren't available on their web. I don't know. Yeah, um, but they're very, very good excited. about like promoting their stuff, so I'm sure their page has some information on it. Yeah, but Siete is a game changer. So good, game changer. Um, okay, so tacos. Monday night tacos, so good. Um, Do you mix the tacos with margaritas? Uh, depends on the day. If it was a day, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it kind of just depends okay. how we're feeling. Um, then, oh, for the Philly people listening, warm shrimp salad from Park in Rittenhouse Square. I've been there. So good. I've Did you have the warm that. shrimp salad? No. Okay, so it? you need to come back to is Philly. Is it like a mayo shrimp salad or is oh it just God, shrimp? No, on, it's on just a like a salad with warm shrimp and avocado, avi. And Duck. some other amazing things. The lightest dressing. It's so good. You'll die. Okay. You need to come back. Well, duh. I love Philly. Yeah. Uh, there's also amazing bread there. I know you're gluten-free, but mm-hmm. it might be worth breaking the... Okay. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. This is also kind of a guilty pleasure. This is my third. Okay. Um, Rita's Water Ice is like my, oh my favorite God. thing in the world. 
I just like that has to be my third favorite food. I love it what's so much. What's your favorite flavor? Mango. Duh. Duh. And what's it called? So Gelato. Th- Gelati. No, but is when they mix the Yeah. I'm not a mixer. Like I go straight water ice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cause we don't have Rita's in New York. I don't think there is one. I've never yeah. seen one. I'd yeah. be shocked. But there was one around where I grew up, I think. But either way, there was one outside of Lafayette College on the way to our fields. Oh, my God. So after practice, we would get it a lot. Amazing. Like a five-minute drive, you drive right by it. And mixing their fro – like it's not really froyo. It's the thickest custard. So good. And I would mix vanilla custard. They do like a base of custard, then a base of mango water ice, and then top it with custard – that is heaven to me. Heaven. Heaven. So good. And every first day of spring, I'm so first upset because I'm missing free Rita's. I know. That's why you need to move to Philly. Be cool with the Rita's. Yes. That's the best song. Oh, okay. I love that. I'm yeah. actually, I'm surprised by that, but I do love that. You Gosh. know what I had in Philly that I have not stopped thinking about, and I can't remember the name of it, but I had this tahini shake from somewhere. Remember I picked up lunch oh, the with Aaron? Yes. That was, what was that called? One of the I will never remember. I'll find it and I'll put it in the yes. show notes. But that tahini shake was truly one of the better things I've ever had in my life. Again, another reason to come back to Philly. I know. Yeah. Gosh. If only it was like four years ago and I could just move to Philly. Yeah. Anyway. I'll talk to Joe. <laughs> yeah. We can call Joe just. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. So fun. I'm so happy to have you. Everyone, please go check out Addison Bay. Um, to follow Margie on Instagram, the best thing is just Addison Bay on Instagram. That'll also be in the show notes. But go shop. Use ABCAM25 for 25% off. I'm constantly linking some of my favorite products, whether I own them or I want to buy them, on my Instagram stories and influencing people like my mom to purchase full yes. sets. So follow on there and stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie.